0: Hi, and welcome to this next edition of the Get Funded Podcast. My name's Steve Livingston, and this podcast is brought to you by IP Tax Solutions, the Innovation Tax Specialists. So these podcasts aim to give you just a heads up on the key issues you need to be thinking about when raising funding under either the Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme, SEIS, or the Enterprise Investment Scheme, EIS. We're now on number nine. You can find uh, past episodes via the businessn2k.com website, or you can head over to iTunes and subscribe. Uh, Please leave any comments or um, rating if possible, because it helps other entrepreneurs, founders uh, access and find this information. So, short podcasts, and this one is equally short, aimed for about five minutes, just to give you, um, to break it down to key sort of bite-sized chunks. And in this particular one, we're looking at the uh, concept of trading, and what it means for Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme, and why it's important. So, in terms of uh, trading, uh, we've covered in previous editions... Uh, the fact that you need to be undertaking a qualifying trade within your company if you wish to raise funding under either SEIS or EIS. But one of the key questions is when it is deemed to start and also why is this important? Um, Well, we need to ascertain the starting point for any trade, as it's important in terms of the eligibility under Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme. And it also plays into other factors, such as uh, applying for the tax certificates, SES-1 forms, um, and also the timing of the monies used. Um, Frustratingly, there's no clear definition of trading as such, apart from this kind of general observation that's made that it would involve uh, undertaking activities with a view to a profit. Um, But, you know, what does that actually mean in practice? Well, I've discussed this with tax inspectors over the years and they tend to apply this kind of useful analogy of a shop and they say, you know, imagine a shop and it's, uh, it's about to launch so it's got the doors shut and they're busy um, building new fittings and they're stock on order and you'd expect this on the front of the door to say closed. So, fair enough, it's not trading at that stage. But once the shop is ready, all the stocks in place, and they open the doors to the general public, they turn that sign to open. And at that point, the trade has commenced. So the question for you as a business owner is, you know, where are you in in that kind of uh, cycle? So are you in a position to accept paying customers? Can people come and buy your goods, your services? If so, then you probably commence trading. It can get a little hazy, especially for software startups. For example, if they're applying kind of lean startup principles uh, or beta launches, where they may just be testing the, the actual product and have they at that stage actually commence trading. You have to look at the facts on each particular case, but that's where it can get very, very difficult and, and quite tricky to, to determine. Not always important as such because there are ways around it, but certainly it will be important if you're looking at uh, an existing trade and you want to get it within uh, the Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme, because as you're probably aware, a company must be carrying out a new qualifying trade to qualify for seed. You know that, That's what the seed bit means. It's for new, new trades. Now, it's not incorporation. So the, this, the, 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 the requirement is, is a two-year rule. It doesn't apply to incorporation. It applies to when the trade commenced. So the trade must not be more than two years old if it's to qualify for raising funding under CEDA-EIS. So you must apply these principles to determine when your trade started. So if you're using a company that was incorporated more than two years ago and there has been activity in that company within this time frame, then you've got to be careful because it could point to a trade that's already commenced. So so imagine you, you you incorporated three or four years ago and you look back at your balance sheet and your profit and loss accounts. If there have been transactions going through it, then that points to it being not potentially qualifying, a new qualifying trade. Um, In all these cases, you know, advanced assurance from HMRC is the route to go and to explain it to them um and that way you have certainty likewise if you're requiring a trade from a third-party company then you need to ensure that it also satisfies this two-year rule so again it's always helpful isn't it? it doesn't always happen but it's always helpful if it's a, a relatively newly incorporated company then it just gives you certainty that the trade is new as well but with older companies you've got these sort of legacy issues that you just need to cover off and make sure that for seed enterprise investment scheme it is a new qualifying trade only those can qualify for relief under that particular uh, scheme um, also, when you're looking at uh, getting the tax certificates for investors, uh, this can be carried out o- only after 70% of the money raised has been spent or four months after the trade commenced, whichever is earlier. So again, the above these above principles come into play. Um, so trading really important on a number of fronts. From a previous podcast uh, we mentioned, it's going to be qualifying trade. So those means it's not listed within the excluded activities, as covered in a previous uh, edition of this podcast. Then looking at for seed enterprise investment scheme, making sure it's a new qualifying trade. and That's where these two this two year rule comes into play. So making sure that that's satisfied, and then around some of the form filling and thereafter, which is less important than those those first two uh, principles. So I hope you found that useful. Um, please subscribe via iTunes. Get over to businessn dot com. Get signed up for the newsletter to get even more information. Uh, my my name's Steve Livingston and we'll see you in the next edition of the Get For the podcast. Thanks for listening.